Welcome to the Journey Home Podcast. Life is full of twists and turns, and sometimes we get stuck or lost along the way. Our desire is to be a friend and resource to anyone who needs a little wisdom, advice, or encouragement on their journey. But most of all, we want you to know you're not alone. So without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Hey friends, this is Eunice. Thank you for joining me today. Today I just wanted to talk about Christmas and why it's so special and important to me. Um, so anyone who knows me knows that I kind of go crazy about Christmas. I get so excited for the end of the year and even this year I can somehow convince my husband and kids to let me put up the Christmas tree the last week of October uh, just because I wanted a little extra Christmas cheer. Now you might some days find me just scrolling randomly on Instagram and also admiring other people's Christmas trees and their holiday decor. It's just something I love. So over the years though, the Lord has really taught me just some things about Christmas and His heart for this season. I know that there are some critics out there who, you know, even believers who just believe, you know, why do Christians celebrate Christmas? It's a pagan holiday. It didn't even, you know, um, happen on December 25th that Jesus was born. It was a different date. And I know that there's some people who really just um, think that, you know, Christmas is so commercialized and all that stuff. But I guess the thing that, uh, my perspective is more like, yes, Christmas has become commercialized, but why can't we as believers just not commercialize it? Or why can't we just as believers just take time to celebrate and focus on the Lord in the ways that are biblical? Like, you know, maybe he, Jesus wasn't born exactly on December 25th, but why can't we use that date to still commemorate the amazing and generous gift that the Lord sent us in Jesus, our Savior? You know, when I look at the Christmas season, I just think of generosity, and that's something that the Lord has taught me over the years, is we can use this time to reflect on the generous God that we have, that he would send his only son to die on the cross for our sins. And to me, that is something to celebrate, his generosity. So I just want to share a scripture with you guys. It's in Mark 12, and it's verse 41. And this is the widow's offering. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a fraction of a penny. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They all gave out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in everything, all she had to live on. Now, I think something that scripture makes clear is how God does not look at generosity the way that the world does. He doesn't put a monetary amount on what is generous and you know what is not, because really it depends on each person's heart each person's circumstance. And um, that is how the Lord 
um, measures generosity. It's just different than the way that the world does. So I just want to share with you some stories about just the things that the Lord has put on my heart about what is generous, what is not, you know, and, and generosity doesn't always mean something monetary. It could also mean time. For example, I think it's so generous when, let's say a neighbor decides to, it snows and they decide to shovel an elderly neighbor's um, driveway. You know, my in-laws actually live uh, far away from us and something that blessed me every winter was how when they would tell us about how their neighbor's um, teenage son, whenever it snowed, would shovel their driveway for them before they even looked outside. And I always would ponder that kind of generosity. Like that is amazing that something uh, just a next door neighbor would do to just bless another neighbor, you know? Um, something that was so generous that um, someone did for our family last year. I, I, as I was preparing for this, the Lord was reminding me of this and my heart was just touched again by this person, their family, their generosity towards us. Last Christmas, right before Christmas Day, um, my husband just randomly gets a text from an acquaintance and they are another minister's family, and, but they are just acquaintances and they said that the Lord put our kids on their hearts to just bless and give a nice Christmas present too. And my husband and I had already prepared our gifts for our kids, but the thing that I was most excited for our kids to open on Christmas morning was that gift from that um, other family. And it's not because like it was so crazy different than the other gifts that my kids had to open, but it was honestly the fact that the Lord put on their hearts to give to our kids and I feel like um, you know after our kids opened up all their gifts that last gift it was just a symbol of being seen by the Lord I think that each of our kids was honestly deeply touched by that present because they knew that we weren't particularly close to that family at the time um, but that the Lord put their faces and names on that couple's heart to sew into my kids on Christmas. And that as a parent was just the most exciting gift that um, my kids opened up on Christmas morning. Um, and so I just want to share another story from our life is just um, one tradition that I used to do with the uh, kids, especially the boys when they were little. Um, was we would always do those Operation Christmas Child shoe boxes. So some years we might have only been able to afford to do like two. Uh, other years we could do four. It just depending on the year, no matter what, how, how many we could do, I just made it a point that we would do it together as a family. Well, when we moved overseas, I remember Christmas was approaching and I was just like, oh man, there's no Operation Shoebox places for us to drop off boxes. And the Lord was just like, Eunice, why are you limiting yourself to an organization? Like, why can't you just do that for like the refugees that are around you? And so I remember that year, I just gathered our team together and we were able to um, get extra donations from different supporters from the States. And we, you know, that along with our own finances, sewed um, together, well, we pulled together 
just we shopped together we got all the little boxes to assemble these shoe boxes for the refugee children and i just loved how our team was able to really just share god's love and write personal notes in each one of these boxes that just jesus loves you and to just share that with these refugees and so I just wanted to share some of um, those stories with you guys because I feel like, again, 2020 is a r random year and there are out-of-the-box ways that I think we can ask the Lord for of how to show His generosity to the world. That is what Christmas symbolizes to me, a time to show God's love through the symbol and act of generosity. So I just want to encourage each one of you guys listening is what are some ways that the Lord would use you and your family to share his love, whether it be with your neighbors, even of just showing his generosity. I know something that um, I have received over the years and even we have done for others over the years that was really special to me when I was a kid is there was this one family that would give these amazing plates of Christmas cookies um, to our family every year. And whenever I think about Christmas as a kid, I remember just looking forward to those plates of cookies. And so I just want to encourage you, again, it does not necessarily have to mean that you spend a lot of money. It could be these homemade ideas, but it's just that time you spend, the care of your hands and the love in your heart to just show God's love to those around us, I think makes all the difference in the world. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that you have an amazing holiday season where you can just be one who shines God's light um, to the world. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for today's podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a rating and review, and we'd be especially honored if you would pass along the podcast or recommend it to a friend. Before we sign off, I just wanted to mention one of the most popular services we offer, which is coaching for individuals and couples. So on this podcast, we're able to share biblical truth, practical wisdom, but we're speaking on in very broad terms. That's just the nature of the medium, right? Uh, but what coaching allows us to do is to get into the specifics of your story or your situation and apply these principles in a more focused way. And while we can't promise that we'll always find a solution or resolution, many times we've found that it's helpful for people just to have someone to listen and process life with. Sometimes that's actually what we need the most. Um, so if that sounds appealing and you're still not quite sure, we even offer a free 30-minute session for new clients. That's a great way to try out coaching with no financial obligation. Um, you can find more information about coaching or our other services at our website, thejourneyhome.global. And finally, if you want to connect with us, you can email us, you can connect by social media. All of the links to our accounts are in the show notes below. We truly love hearing from you, and we promise we actually will read and respond to your emails or social media interactions. Um, so thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.